Yo, what's up guys? How you doing, man? Just came back from the riots, man. I almost died, man. But I can still breathe. God's great, man. God is the greatest. Funny how they're arresting thousands of colored skins to avoid arresting just four. I was just trying to have my community rise, but they pinned me down to the floor. I guess it was the end of my fight, but if you're still breathing, don't give up on the quest. I gotta go. Yo, what's up guys? This is your boy Frank, but just in case you want to remind me that I am tall, slim and dark, most of my friends call me Tall B. Yeah, you got that right. Now, I really hope that you've been great since the last episode of Respelling the Alphabets podcast last week on Friday. A lot has happened through that time. And today, I want to guarantee and tell you in advance beforehand that there ain't nothing you're going to learn in this podcast today. So after listening to the end, Kishaisha, you don't start saying, oh, Frank is running out of content. Oh, I told you, no, he will not manage. No. My friend, God got me. But anyway, let's just start on the journey. You're going to learn something though. I'm sure most of you are going to learn something. Some of you who are the heroes. So fasten your seatbelts and let's do this. I'm sorry about earlier. I'm back here and I promise that I am really, really going to behave. Now, welcome to Respelling the Alphabets podcast. I'll do this once again. My name is Frank, but just in case you want to remind me that I am tall, slim and dark, most of my friends call me Tolby. Now, today, considering the murder of uh, the black George Floyd, we are going to talk something quite sensitive on the podcast today. Who taught you how to hate yourself? Life down here was bound to be a struggle to survive when we of course, from the beginning, defied a commandment in the Garden of Eden. It became quite inevitable to the human race, that is to everyone. There was no specifications on who should suffer much more than the other. But fast forward, when some men thought that they could, in their greed self, trade others for their own benefits, it all broke loose. The fight for liberation and freedom of the black community in the United States of America has long lived through the ages, and I haven't experienced uh, I have not experienced it firsthand in their country myself, but I read and listen to the news. Plus, back in my country, I have been brought up to believe that the white skin is much more superior. I can't remember how many times my mom and all other older people told me to laugh a certain way because... <laughs> Because that, that wasn't white enough. At school, I've been taught that timekeeping is a thing of the West. So I sometimes, sometimes become punctual because it is, you know, less African. Not because I have some good ideals so I am courteous or I'm a gentleman. No, just because it is Western. More than once, I have also, you know, tried to dress a certain way because it is not African. At a young age, speaking the English language was a plus. My point is... I may not have been pulled over by a white cop or cuffed to the ground or thrown out of a moving white bus, but right here in my backyard, 
I have felt the effects of what is happening overseas. But a disclaimer, I am not here today to complain or fight for the rights of the blacks. No, just tune in to the other end of this beautiful tune and let's see what is in here today. Welcome back. This is Respelling the Alphabets podcast. My name is Frank, but just in case you want to remind me that I am tall, slim, and dark. Most of my friends call me Tolby. You got that right. Now, everything you know at this age about you, about yourself, about others, or anything else is something that you have been taught or brought up to believe. Sometimes I think that only crying and suckling as a kid are the only things that you were born knowing. Every other thing past that is one that you have been exposed to. You agree with me that your walking style itself is not genetic. If you walk like someone in your family, then that family member is the one who held your arms, teaching you how to walk. Or better still, he or she is the one that you saw most times as you began moving your feet. True. But today in this podcast, I have a burning question. Who taught you to hate yourself? Who taught you to look at yourself below every other existing human? Who has taught you how to hold in high esteem a light skin or, or a fatter pocket than yours? I know you can't remember because you are also part of this system. Allow me call it a shit stem. A lot has been poisoned into your naive mind that you won't even feel the taste of soil under a white man's shoe. Let's get this straight. I'm not in any way trying to downplay a race or a species of people. Today I want to uplift your esteem. Take you back in time to recall the dark lessons that this shit stem has dragged you through. I hope to detox your mind today in this podcast. Myself, personally, I live by and believe in the word of God. And it tells me somewhere in Galatians that there is neither Jew nor Greek, slave nor free, male or female, that we are all one in Christ Jesus. That's the banner I hold up high today. We'll have to break it down though, step by step. I have spent the afternoon today listening to X and this is what he said. In order for you and me to devise some kind of method or strategy to offset some of the events or re a repetition of the events that have taken place here in Los Angeles recently, we have to go to the root. We have to go to the cause. Dealing with the condition itself is not enough. And it is because of our effort toward getting straight to the root that people oftentimes think we're dealing in hate. We are oppressed. We are exploited. We are downtrodden. So the only way we're going to get some of this oppression and exploitation away from us or aside from us is come together against a common enemy. <laughs> Who taught you to hate the texture of your hair? Who taught you to hate the color of your skin to such extent that you bleach to get like the white man? Who taught you to hate the shape of your nose and the shape of your lips? Who taught you to hate yourself from the top of your head to the soles of your feet? Who taught you to hate your own kind? 
Who taught you to hate the race that you belong to? So much so that you don't want to be around each other. No, before you come asking Mr. Muhammad, does he teach hate? You should ask yourself, who taught you to hate being what God gave you? And I, for one, believe that the white man is intelligent enough. If he were made to realize how black people really feel and how fed up we are without that old compromising sweet talk, stop sweet talking it. Tell him how you feel. Tell him how, what kind of hell you've been catching and let him know that if he's not ready to clean his house up, if he's not ready to clean his house up, he shouldn't have a house. It should catch on fire and burn down. See, you can never hit the roots of a tree because the roots of the tree are the origin of its existence. I know there is so much that has happened, good things from infrastructure to education to some religions. Some of these good things have happened because the white man came and colonized us for a very long time. And for that, well, we are bound to lose some of our cultures. My plea today, though, is you don't have to go an extra mile to please, to look like, to resemble or live the life that the white man thinks is best for you. It hurts that these days skin bleaching is on the rise and that makes you feel better than your fellow black man. So sad. These days, fantasy is what Hollywood is breaking families with. Why does it feel cool to divorce or have multiple partners? I know it takes so much today to be proud of who you really are without comparison, but believe me, the prison is all on what you have been taught. The prison is all in your mind. When did you last show up in your natural skin and you died? You didn't. That's why you're here out today. Love who you are for who you are. God never created any junk. Everything was as beautiful just as you were. Everything was as perfect as you think your neighbor is. Comparison does not downplay your worth. Stand in high esteem. Put on that crown. It doesn't hurt. Christ's crown of thorns already hurt and he bled and that was once and for all. It was paid in full. So just when you think there's nothing good you can offer, think of all those who have lost their lives already to give you your freedom. And when you can't think of any, I pray but may your heart forever remember Christ on the cross saying, it is finished. Now I'll leave you with this. In 1865, the 13th Amendment proclaimed that slavery shall no longer exist in the United States. 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ, a death abolished our spiritual shackles and chains, but too many of us have gotten comfortable with our religious traditions and superstitions that we remain enslaved while still proclaiming that we are free. Many of you don't even realize your jigaboos. People with a Christian personality oblivious to your slave mentality. Even Harriet Tubman was quoted in saying, I freed a thousand slaves and I could have freed a thousand more if only they knew they were slaves. So, instead of tap dancing and shouting to the beat of your own drum, get on your knees, put your face to the ground where all you can see, hear, taste and smell is repentance and belief. And all you can feel is a spirit of God, million man marching you into an underground railroad not filled with those that have been trained. But those of us who are willing to discard our religious chains and trade in our quarters, nickels, and dimes for true change because our Savior is here and he has came to set the captives free. I hope you learned something in the podcast today. 
I'll remind you that I never take it for granted that you listen to the end. In today's episode, what's kind of intense for me, I had something in me I wanted to lash out, which I still feel that I haven't brought out all. Until next time, have an amazing and productive days and times of your life. This was Respelling the Alphabets podcast. My name is Frank, but just in case you want to remind me that I am tall, slim and dark, most of my friends call me. Told B, yeah, you got it right again. One thing that you should never, ever, ever forget. I love you so very much. Peace out. <laughs>